Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Jimmy Reed and Darren Shepard here with the Reed team, and we're here today discussing the pivot that is going to be required for sellers as we enter this hyperinflation market, whatever you want to call it, the what we're calling the bubbleless market. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but seriously though, I yeah. mean, think about. Uh, I mean, you, you take a lot of listings. Yes. You know, as our senior sales partner on the team, and collectively we all take a lot of listings. Yep. So I think we've got a pretty good pulse on the market, but what are you seeing, Darren, mostly, you know, for sellers or, or even agents that are gonna, that are maybe listening that, you know, you wanna be able to help, like, what do I tell my sellers? What, what do I tell them? Well, first of all, start with the truth. Yep. But, you know, so we need data, we need real information, and we track and measure everything. Yeah. So we don't shoot from the hip. Um, data is critical. So we're big showing time users for a lot of you out there, maybe consumers, maybe sellers, you're like, what is showing time? Well, showing time is a data collecting uh, company that uh, that basically handles all the showings mm -hmm. for people that use the platform for listings when they come on the MLS, you've got to make an appointment through then, you know, how many people are going through there, how long they're staying, all that good stuff, right? Yep. Well, they collect all that data. Well, it's so good that Zillow bought them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, probably about what? Six months ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, almost a year, but yeah, yeah. it's, I, I mean, it, but it, we take that data, the reason we, you know, are a Zillow Flex team, you know, so we get all the data from Zillow, yeah. and we get the data from Showing Time, mm -hmm. is because the data tells the real story. Yeah. Right? How, super important. Right, how we feel if we go off of all these other people that are out there on YouTubes or, you know, doing, posting these videos and using the word bubble or whatever. Yep. It's not helpful, right? So, but the data is. So... When, when we talk about listings, right? Yeah. I think in 2019, you were at probably 25, 24, 25 listings. 2020, about the same, a little bit north of that. Last year, you were at about 30 some odd listings. And this year, you're hovering about the same. Yep. Right? Um, I mean, how are you even able to do that? And my mind blows my mind, isn't the question, but in a, in a, in a low inventory market, that's like, four times the average of what an average agent does to begin yeah, with. So, so, so good job, <laughs> good job yeah. on that. But, <clears throat> but what, are, what are sellers needing to prepare for? What's different between two, going into the pandemic, 2019, 2020, 2021, and as we enter in with these, what are you seeing? Because you handle a lot of listings. Yeah. You counsel a lot of sellers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you collaborate with our sales partners on the team, yep. as I do. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing that's different as a seller? What do I got to know? What do I got to prepare for? Um, I think the, the biggest thing right now is learning who you're selling to, right? Which mm. is super important. What and do you mean? Unpack that. What do you mean by that? That's a, so, good, that's a good one. So understanding what obstacles they have to overcome, other than loving your home. Like I, I tell a lot of families that my job is to get as – many people into your property in a short period of time that's interested right. once they walk into the home the home will take over but right. how do we market to them and get them off their couch on a weekend right. and get them to drive right obviously during covid time and get them into a stranger's home right right um and that's where you know where we spend a lot of time and attention on pulling those people into the property right and so learning 
how to do that, but also learning and understanding what are some of the obstacles that they have to come over overcome that are different than last year than right. they are right now. Right, right. And one of those things, obviously, everyone knows, rising interest rates, mm. um, which causes you know uncertainty. Um, should they buy now? Should they wait? Um, you know, uh, their job situation. Mm-hmm. Is that stable? Um, mm-hmm. Can we max out our budget like we could mm-hmm. a couple months ago and mm-hmm. actually get more home? Now the big thing, too, is people are having to take a step back right. and maybe not buy the four-bedroom home. They're buying the three-bedroom with a loft or a three-bedroom home, right? right? So now they're paying a higher premium when it comes to the property, but they're also paying higher interest rate. But they're getting something they really don't want if you if you right. had to nail it down with them. Right. So how do you overcome all those things? So expecta- expectations are having to change. Correct. Right. But when you think about the alternatives for the buyers when we're talking to sellers, mm-hmm. preparing no I think it's I think there's a lot of wisdom in knowing who as a listing agent. Yep. You know, when you think about it, you're saying the seller has to know who that buyer persona or that buyer avatar is, right? Yes. What's critical and so much truth about that is a seller's not going to know unless they're working with the right listing agent that understands that. Correct. That has the marketing machine behind it to be able to reach those audiences. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, Everything from staging, when we say reach, we mean staging, prepping, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of wisdom in that because you can blast and spend tons of money on all kinds of advertising to the wrong people and your 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 returns are so diminishing you're just like whoa what happened yeah right so, yeah it was, it was a pointless and waste of time and then you don't allow them and help them accomplish their goal and right, that's right. the beauty about on our team yes we sell a lot of homes and we are listing agents but we also help a lot of buyers so right. we understand the questions that they ask themselves it's and true. the things that they go through <laughs> right right right, right. Um, and you've recently gone through that yes and myself. i've recently yeah. gone through that so you know yeah. and you feel the pain For right sure, you can definitely. feel you can feel that, so yeah, it's tough. It's important, right? but so so rising interest rates are one of the things. Knowing who, you know, what we're going up against. I think I think it's just easy math on the rising interest rates, right? Yep. That 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 is just simply look. It's price compression, and it, it keeps. What that means is, I'm compressed down to what I can afford, and that's it. Yes. Or there's nerves because mm-hmm. a lot of the on, on a on another show that I did with one of our sales partners. Uh, Nick Aaron's on the bubble mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, we talk about that and yeah. the fear, the fear mongering and everything like that. Some of it is a healthy amount of skepticism to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would say history is our friend because it's free. You can go back and look and see, you know, what has happened. Yeah. The ebb and tide, you know, as it goes out, as it comes in, not everything that goes up comes down or even to the same level. Yeah. Because if you look back over the last 50 years in real estate consistently, it goes up and then it dips down yeah. on the way all up. On the way up, yeah. On the way up. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it comes down, but it also, it's only going down on the way up. Correct. So if you looked at a graph, sorry, I don't have a big fancy graph behind me, but it goes like this on the way up. Yeah. You got that part? That's trademarked, by the way. Yes. No one else can do that except for me. So, but anyway, so yeah. does that make sense? That makes sense. So, so what your there's a lot of wisdom in knowing who the buyer is, so that way you're concentrated on your marketing efforts, correct? And the way you stage the home, what we call positioning the home, mm-hmm. to the right buyer persona. Yes. Yeah. So what are what are you what are you doing differently to bring a property on the market here? Maybe 
you you've done i mean you guys have been selling homes in redondo beach in la Mm -hmm. county um we just brought one on this last weekend in la la county in the pico rivera area uh mostly north san diego county the greater part of orange county yeah what are you seeing for the average seller out there that's thinking hey you know what am I going to be dealing with? I'm hearing all these different stories. Is it even the right time to sell anymore? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What are, what are what are you what are you telling people other than knowing who the buyer's going to be? Mm-hmm. And yes, there's there's you know what, what would you say if a seller is saying yeah, but all the interest rate, no one's going to buy the home. Yeah. Is, there, is that true? No, no, it's not true. And it's actually funny. I actually have a uh, call with this particular question tomorrow. Oh, actually today. Next day, day right. after tomorrow, right? Um, discussing on, hey, sh- we want to sell. They mm-hmm. ha- so that people have desire, they want to do it. They're like, how how can we do it? And um, you always want to start with the end in mind that we talk a lot about here right. on our team and um, figuring out, hey, what's the best case scenario that can come out of this? What's most likely going to happen? And what's worst case scenario? And let's plan that. Right. So we have great partners that we work mm. with, a great lending team that we work with. Right. And so what we do is um, before going down the road of, you know, painting and staging and, um, you know, moving furniture and decluttering, all that good stuff. Right. Uh, we're looking into the analytics of the process of, hey, if you make a million dollars in your home, what can you actually do with that? If you make less than that, what can you actually do with that? Right. And connecting them with our partners. Right. And a lot of times connecting them with our partners, their CPAs, um, and ourselves mm-hmm. to plan all that good stuff right. out. And what they understand is after going through that process, they understand that, hey, you're not losing money. You're essentially just transferring that cash into another, asset. you know, growing right. asset that's potentially even appreciating and growing right. faster than right. what you currently yeah. have. So much wisdom in that. Yeah. I got to imagine doing that for anybody. For me, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in escrow on an investment property right now. I'm, I mean, you helped me even in the sale of my home. I started losing my mind yeah. like that kind of seller. I'm, yes. I'm like having to call Darren saying, <laughs> dude, I need you to look at this. Like, what am I, what am I, what am I not paying attention to here, you know? Yeah. And because just because you're in the business doesn't mean you don't feel the full effects that everybody else does, yeah. right? Um, and everyone would think you, yeah, me, that me, that's, that's me. Yeah. So the reality is it, it, it reduces a tremendous amount of stress Yes. when you can pull people with the data first. That's right. another example of data first. Yeah. Let's look, are you going to pay capital gains? Yeah. Are you going to, let's, let's just untangle the knots mm-hmm. that people, you know, start feeling mm-hmm. because of sound bites or somebody that cuts their hair and no offense to anybody that cuts hair. I'm just saying that, you know, say things not intentionally, yeah. but to add fear. Yes. You know, and then some people just want to be the smartest person in the room, the me monster or whatever at the cocktail party, and yeah. they're scaring the hell out of everybody. For sure. So, so, yeah, so, you know, it's there's a lot of wisdom starting with the the, uh, the data first, so good job on that. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And it's also, it's um, going through the data, and it's like, let's let's prove what your the fear is. Right. Right. Let's true. lay it all on the table. It doesn't cost you any money to, right. to go through that process. For sure. All it does is it costs time. And if you have time, we can go through and try to debunk what you're afraid of. I got to imagine you don't even want to work with someone unless they walk through it a little bit. Right. Um, walk through the process a little bit. Yeah, because otherwise, if it's like, I just want to sell right now. I mean, the without having that data to cling to. Yeah. I mean, I got to imagine that you're going to have to get on, buckle in on that emotional roller coaster sure. ride with them as they're all over the place and they don't have anything to really anchor them yep. to what their goals and dreams are. Correct. Without going through that 
seller consultation first. Definitely. It's always the yeah. first question of saying, okay, awesome, where are you going? Right. <laughs> what do you right. want to do it's, with it's it? Not, it's not, uh, right. hey, let's, um, okay, great, I'll send over a listening agreement. It's like, all right, pause, where are you going? Right, right. right. What's the plan? Why, why are you doing this? Right, totally. Um, and I think that's what really, really separates us is, um, you know, we talked about this last night at dinner, is we'll talk people out of selling. We do. Often, and they go through their yeah. situation and they're right. like, okay, this probably doesn't make sense. You probably shouldn't do it. Right. Um, or you should, here's a few other options depending on what your goals are. Mm. Um, and I think that's what really separates us and, and also makes the seller feel comfortable. Right. Um, right. Knowing that they're working with the right person, working with the right team. Right. Uh, that's going to help them find out the truth right. of their situation to be able to uh, make that move that's best for the family. That's good. So, so, so far, I think the takeaways from Darren um, are, you know, you need to know who that buyer is because if you just stage your home or if you don't stage your home appropriate to who that buyer persona or the what we call the avatar of who we're targeting, you know, or maybe as you're an agent, maybe this is going to be helpful, is reverse engineer who's moving into that market, who's moving into that area. You know who is who's buying recently? Are you are you looking at that data? It's available yeah. um, if you have those platforms, mm -hmm. right? And um, you know, hopefully you do. But you know, w when you know that, now you can counsel that seller on who they need to target to, right? Yeah. Is it going to be? I mean, like again, there you could get a really good stager in the wrong demographics, and they're making it ultra modern. It's yeah. the complete. It's <laughs> yeah. the wrong person yeah. that yeah. we want to go to, and yeah. they're like, "What in the you world just is missed, this?" You just missed the missed the bullseye, right? Totally, there. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I would say I would say that would be my first takeaway from uh, from your wisdom here. Um, number two is that while interest rates are rising, yes, right, we shouldn't be fearful that people aren't going to make offers just this week. We got 44 offers on the one that we just entered into escrow today. Yeah. And a lot of people might think, Hey, are they all cash? Off? Yeah, but they're all cash offers. No, yeah. Yeah. we were like, we were, I think out of 44 offers, there were only four cash offers mm -hmm. and the, and the seller chose somebody that was alone because yeah. again, that financial part of the industry is super strong. Yeah. Conservative. They're making those buyers put skin in the game, but yep. they've been doing that for 15 years now. Mm -hmm. That's why we're such a solid, equitable market right yeah. now. It's one of the reasons why. Definitely. And that's that's actually a good point that you brought up because we will walk sellers through that process. When you get 10 offers, when you get maybe five offers or 20 or 30 offers, right. we'll walk you through the difference between this cash buyer and right. this person who's financing right. and the on paper and the analytical difference, but also the emotional difference, right? right? right, um, right. Who's going to do absolutely everything they can to close on this transaction For and sure. walk them through those differences there too. You know what we'll do? This is an afterthought, but I'm going to do it. And my... My operations manager is going to love me for this, <laughs> but what we're going to what we're going to do on that, I think yeah. it's a great idea. That's yeah. really really wise, is that we do a offer spreadsheet that's dynamic uh, within our Google Docs. So we'll we'll do a we'll do a we'll do a mock up. Okay. We'll do one two three Banana Street because the market's bananas. Yeah. And um, you know we'll show you guys what it looks like because you're an agent. Feel free to rip off and duplicate it. But I will tell you as a seller, it's really helpful when you're looking at 44 offers. How do yeah. you do that? Overwhelming. Right? I'm, I mean, overwhelmed I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed too. <laughs> I know. I know my poor uh, production part is like yeah. breathing through a bag last night. Yeah. But, but it's really helpful to present to a seller and it quickly distinguishes who's better. You can sort by who 
who has contingencies, who doesn't, yeah. time frames, value amounts, and risk, so all that risk stuff. all of it. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really the 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 you miss one, yeah, agent. Oh yeah, exactly. That's true too. Big yeah. time right Big there. Big time. Who, who the ones that with? don't play nice in the sandbox? Oh, yeah. Are there ones that don't play oh, nice in the goodness. sandbox? Oh, my goodness. Don't yeah. pick up the phone yeah. calls. <laughs> and you feel so bad. For the buyers. Oh, my gosh. It's yes. terrible. Yeah. So don't, agents, if you listen, don't be that person. Yeah, don't be don't be that person. Yeah, yeah, don't be that agent. Yeah, play nice in the sandbox. It always works out better. So, but yeah, so we'll, we'll include an offer spreadsheet. Um, and if it's not, I'm sure she can make it. I don't know how that works. It's above my pay grade. But the uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to get a copy of it and look at it. If you have any questions on how it works, even if you're an agent, we're always here to help. Yeah, you know, definitely. So we're here to help you. But those are just one of the many things that we do to help a seller in the selling process. But uh, so that's a great point. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. Now going back, if I'm a seller again, if I'm a seller, I'm thinking about selling. And what's different in today's market, yep. right? So it sounds like it sounds like it's just thinning out a tad right yes. now. Yes, is that right? Yeah. So we're still doing the same things, but I think as we hit that affordability ceiling, if you will, correct for buyers. Yeah. The closer we get to that, because um, we're in the, you know, we're in the mindset that there is no bubble. Yep. Unless someone can show me what that is, mm-hmm. listen to that podcast, but. As we approach that affordability ceiling, sellers are going to have to be, you know, a lot more specific and targeted on what you're doing. And what we call that in the business is positioning, not just price positioning. Okay. Uh, I mean, like this one this weekend, I keep going back to that one. It's the closest one to us. It sold over $100,000. doesn't matter what it's listed at. What matters is how it's prepared. Correct. And then positioned. You can underprice it. Yeah. Right? Yep. You cannot overprice it. No. You overprice it, we would have about five offers. Yeah. Right? So you the, the, the magic, I would say, is making sure that you're driving, prop, you're driving people to the property online. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Driving people to a mega open house or back-to-back showings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and, and just do a, a really spot-on. You you can't miss the bullseye on the marketing. You got a short and, window and a, sh- a short window, but you can't. You got to hit the bullseye. Yeah, on the marketing and the prep yep. on the staging. Yeah, everything. You can't say, well, I don't need to do that. It's a hot market. Let me just tell you, if you want to get the extra thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, sometimes a couple hundred, sometimes it's four hundred thousand yeah. dollars, depending on the property. If you want to get that extra, trust me when I tell you, it's it's worth it to spend the extra money. And there's programs out there, and we have one. Uh, where you can actually, you know, get some of that funding up front and just comes out of escrow. But at the, at the end of the day, your net is higher. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And what's beautiful about that is you don't even have to do the work. Yeah. But that's really not what this podcast is about. But that's about preparation as Correct. a seller. Yeah. It's right? important. It's important. Yeah. We're all tied together. That's that's a big thing. We have these conversations. And, and when we're speaking with sellers, I let them know, if you make more money, I make more money. The broker makes more. Everyone does well. So mm-hmm. everything that I'm educating you on to do to position right. yourself is to make you right. more money. To yeah, and a team like ours, we're in the spotlight. We're in a fishbowl. So yeah. <laughs> if we're saying to do the wrong things, we're in trouble like real quick. Definitely. Right? People are looking for you to fall. Yeah. And we're just not going to do that. We're probably one of the most reserved conservative. Mm-hmm. We just you know like to think that we 
under promise a lot, over deliver, yep. and just work harder than everybody as, as, as much as possible. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Not the smartest guys in the room. That's not conservative politically. Yeah. Um, we're right down, the, yeah. right down the middle. We're right down yeah. the middle. Thank, thank you for clarifying that. Okay. We're staying away from that hot topic. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But I would say that we're not the smartest guys in the room. No. But... Um, you know, why'd you back up from me, dude? I mean, Did I? You're, oh, yeah, goodness. you're back up. Why, what am I saying now? Maybe, maybe my... You start talking about politics and you're backing away from <laughs> me, bro. What are you doing? You're killing me. <laughs> Anyways, so, but I would say that I watch you guys day yeah. in and day out. Yep. And you guys are the hardest working team uh, that I've ever been around. Yeah. So I think between that and high integrity, it makes a big difference for a seller out there. I would sure. say that means a lot to buyers and sellers, but also to other agents. Yes. They need to be able to trust you. Yeah. Well, if you say you're going to get it done, they also need to know if you're going to be the guy that says, yeah, I can get it done. And you're crossing your your hands behind your back. Yeah. We need to know we our sellers, you know, because this podcast right here is about sellers. They need to know we don't do that. Yeah. It's right? important. And that in order for people to come and show your listing, or if you're an agent out there and you want people to come and show your listing, right, and have no one boycott the process, then you need to be trustworthy. Character needs to be high. Yeah. You know, it just needs to be spot on. Yeah. You and, actually get yeah. excited. Yeah, totally. Uh, when you show an agent that prepares well, their systems are good, submitting right. an offers, they pick up their phone. Right. Um, you get excited like, man, I'm showing that listing because right. I know yeah. that process and it's going to be easy for me as a buyer's agent um, on bringing the buyer to you. And, and let's, let's be honest, right? So people like when you're saying picking up the phone, okay, on that note. In the process, when you're doing that many transactions, like yeah. how, how many transactions did you do in 2021? 72. Okay, you did 72 transactions. Yeah. There, first of all, good job, man. Yeah. That's just that's just crushing it. Number one. Number two, there's no way you can pick up your phone all the time when you do 72. That's why I have an Apple Watch. I pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no way. Let's no, be honest. No. You're a father. Yes. Right? Yeah. Of how many? Two. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And a young dad. You know, beautiful wife. You got a nice home. Yeah. Right here in in South Orange County. Let me just say this: There's no way you're picking up your phone all no. the time. I know that. Yes. As a dad, yeah. as a husband, I just know it, mm -hmm. right? But you do a good job. You know, Darren has his own team within our team. Yeah. And he has a good he does a good job by bifurcating all of that. So he has you know two people per file answering the phones at any given time. Yeah. So don't think that, you know, like, you know, that, that, that doesn't mean we understand when other people aren't picking up their phone, but most of their businesses are not scaled mm -hmm. the way that they should be to really help, help a seller. Yeah. Even if they want to, sometimes it's, they're incapable of doing what some of these bigger teams are doing today. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's important. So if you're watching this and you're an agent, let me just plug, Hey, our team is hiring. We're, we're looking to add, you know, really good, you know, uh, teachable, coachable, you know, smart, hardworking uh, people to the to the team. You don't have to have a lot of business, but if you're if you watch our podcast, you watch our post, and you know this guy and some of the other people on our team, you know, one thing is is you know probably paramount over anything, and it's character. Yeah, yeah, it's integrity. You know, and and if you're coachable, we can teach you. Right, so we've brought people onto the team. You know, even our operations manager started as a as a uh, as a intern and working her way up through the ranks and became our operations manager. Yeah. And I've got story after story after story. Darren's been with us now five years. Yeah. You know, but you know he started basically at zero and mm -hmm. he's crushing it. Yeah. That's not flash in the pan. Yeah. I mean, first year was like at eighteen deals. Yep, wasn't even a full there. year. No. It was like seven yeah, months. It was like seven months. Right, and then the year after that, you did. 
It's like 35, then 60, then 72. Right. Then, so, know. so there's the trajectory, right? So, and if not our team, you know, scout out another team that works for you. I just want to say this, just make sure. So all the sellers that we're talking to today on where the market is, you know, make sure that you're working with a team that can support what you want to achieve. Yeah. Okay. And make sure as an agent that you're working with a team that is fighting daily to be able to maintain that pole position so it's attractive to sellers so sellers can actually be taken care of. Because as a solo agent, let's face it, it should be impossible, impossible to do what we do on a daily basis or what some of the other you know, teams that we work with do. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really hard, you guys. Yeah. But to be able to pull off that kind of customer service that Darren does, that Nick does, Steve, Jerry on our team, they do a fantastic job. To be able to do that, you really need a team. Yeah, you need a team and obviously to have balance in your life too, right? right? And make yeah. it sustainable. That's one, I'll say that's a one big word that we have on this team is what can you do at a high level that's sustainable? Right, there's the, there's the key. Yep. Is it sustainable, yeah. right? and scalable yep all right well hey thanks again brother i'm proud of you you're doing a great job thank you and if you're a seller and you're thinking about selling feel free to reach out to myself or darren we'd love to be able to help you just even have a you know informal non-committal conversation or a zoom we can we love data we're data junkies we pay attention to that because that's actually the true north Usually I've heard people say when realtors' mouths are moving, they're lying. It's not true, you guys, okay? The truth, I mean, look at our reviews. I promise you our post-transactional reviews will tell you the real story is that we're here. We care for you. We're long-term in the business. We want to be your guide. We want to be your helper. If you're an agent, feel free to reach out as as well. Even if you don't want to join the team, you just want more information, we're we're, we're here to help. So that's it for now. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Look out for our next podcast. We're looking forward to helping more. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the REIT team, our information is below and we'd love to chat with you.